happening, everyone? Just another sports podcast. Greg Swatek, Josh Smith here with you. Pleased to be joined once again by uh, Chris Kinsler, uh, FNP Managing Editor. We, we brought him back this week, Josh. I guess he passed his audition last yeah, week. Yeah, I guess so. He was yeah, pretty good. So. Well, we won't, uh, we won't bore you with a bunch of Cleveland Browns talk uh, this week. Um, and I, I don't want to bore Josh either this week, so I don't even know how much we'll, we'll, we'll dive into the brackets. Um, the what? But... but uh, <laughs> Uh, talk about there is a question I want to ask about uh, uh, LeBron James. Uh, we'll we'll talk about the, the weekly LeBron question. The, yeah. the weekly LeBron question. Um, it's a, it's a different question this week though. Uh, also, we'll touch on the latest developments in the Robert Kraft uh, bizarre um, case and scenario that's transpiring. Um, but I wanted to start with with the Mike Trout deal. And the thing I love about this deal is what it does to Bryce Harper's deal, which is completely wipes it off the map. I mean, the whole point of Bryce Harper's free agency was to get the record contract. That's the only reason he, Scott Boris, his agent, wanted it. Harper wanted it. That's the only reason why this became a big production and he waited until the end of February to sign this contract. It's because he wanted the record deal. Well, congrats, Bryce. You had the record for like 19 days. Less, was it less, even that long? Less than three weeks, yeah. and, and, and Mike Trout surpasses him. So I, I just find the whole thing hilarious that the whole point of Harper's free agency was to get that record, and he already doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, if if Bryce Harper was worth 300, and, and Manny Machado were both worth 300 and some million, Mike Trout is worth this deal. I think. Yeah, well, the, the, uh, Dave Shannon of the Washington Post wrote a story saying he's underpaid. And, and I, I think at, that at, argument at, could at, very at, easily at, be made. At $430 million. No, it's a, it was yeah. a great point by him in that I ran the column or the, the story in our paper, in today's paper, um, and he just – it's all by it's all based on, you know, advanced metrics and, you know, current – all of the Sabre metrics and everything that they use today to, to, to rate these players. And I've read about him, you know, in this respect for the last three years or something and just where he rates and – I mean, we're talking uh, he, about we're talking about like one of the all-time yeah, great players. Yeah, he's historically good. Yeah. He, he is uh, when you factor in defense, batting average, the mix of power and speed. Uh, he's he's got it all. He's yeah. a five-tool player, which in an era that hasn't had very many five-tool players. Yeah, I mean, he's six-two, two hundred, like forty pounds. He's a pack of and, dynamite, and, and, he, and he runs like like the wind. I mean, right. most most guys his size are playing football. He's he's playing center <laughs> field. And stealing bases. And right, he's it, got two it, MVPs already. Right. And yeah. in his first five years in the league, he had two MVPs, which is right. remarkable in itself. And how, how you know, he hasn't gone on a streak. If you look at Barry Bonds, he had those early MVPs, then went on a huge streak. But probably before the steroids, he had that streak of three straight when yeah. he went to San Francisco. Yeah, he hits for average, he hits for power. Right. I mean, he, he, he literally is the complete package. Right, yeah. and, and I think it was a great – Great call by Anaheim, who hasn't been able to keep superstars, right? Sure, to lock him up. Do we? I mean, is or he Los gonna, Angeles, I guess. I I'm sorry. Is he ever going to win a World Series? I mean, I know that's a long contract, so there's really time for them to build around him. I mean, I really want to see yeah. him win one. Right. That's that's the question. Like, if you're Mike Trout, like, why did you do this deal? Mm-hmm. Other than just you're happy in California, you're not a guy that seeks the spotlight. You don't care about hype or. Or record contracts or anything like that. Why? Why would you stay with the Angels? Well, if you look, the Angels have been committed to spending money and trying to put good teams together. They've had a history of winning and making the playoffs. Uh, they went out and got Albert Pujols. Now, granted, he aged very quickly once he got into the American League, and and the shift took place. Um, you know, they went and got Josh Hamilton. They they've made efforts in the past decade to put good players in there it just hasn't worked out. it just hasn't worked out so 
how much will this hinder their ability to do it? Paying somebody, what is he making, $35 million a year? Right. He's, he's like a million and a half more than Zach Greinke. He's going to make $66,000 in that bat, apparently. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> or something right. like that. Yeah, no, it was something like that. And, yeah. and, and there was also the point made that uh, Trout's contract of $430 million is double what Artie Moreno paid for the Angels when, when, when he bought the one. franchise. Oh, that's he, crazy. He, he bought it for like $215 million. Trout's making four hundred thirty over the over the next 12 years. Right, um, but if you look at somebody like, you know, you look at the historically great players like a Mickey Mantle, right? He's basically like I think Trout is essentially Mickey Mantle now, but healthy, but healthy you know? and with a higher batting, ha- right. higher career batting average. So he's probably worth it when you talk about the value of baseball players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's one reason why you to love him even more is that he he kind of brushed, brushed Bryce Harper's contract aside. Well, had he hit the know? free agency market, yeah. he could have been over five hundred million, and he decided, you know what, I'm going to stay in Anaheim. I mean, that's what he loves. He just puts his head down and plays. All he cares about right. is playing. But he doesn't care about all the sideshow stuff right. that, that people get caught up in and all the production and the pomp and the circumstance. He just wants to play baseball, and, and, and he's, he's happy doing it. I mean, it's not yeah. like he's, he's going to be in the poorhouse or anything like right. that. Yeah, so. he, he'll be all right. Who's so. uh, who, Tell me who's somebody, a name in their rotation. Like, I don't even know a single pitcher who pitches for – the angels anybody yeah, yeah i mean I, I don't i don't know who their ace I, is that's the thing like that they play they play Let's these look 10 up. o'clock games and so no one on the right, east coast ever right. watches them like mike trout's gonna be like the, he's gonna have the greatest career ever it's john that lackey no ever saw it was like john no lackey one of like one of their best pitchers wasn't he i, I, I think so yeah, yeah that was maybe. back that was that was his rookie year yeah, i don't know yeah so, he that was right. when they won the world series i'm oh. just trying to remember like any angels pitcher well, we're, we're, yeah. we're learning on the fly why the angels don't win because they don't have any pitchers that we can that right we can i mean if you look name, at the the last so. pitchers that, that you really remember it was like uh who, who they had they they got k-rod oh yes. yeah yeah they had k-rod as a closer and troy percival and I was going to say Chuck Finley, but yeah, that was back, that was back in the day. <laughs> right. That was in the Jim Edmonds. Mark era. Langston, yeah, Mark was Langston. he there? Yeah, yeah, Mark Langston was there. But seriously, point. like they play those late night games. He play he plays for a team that does win. He'll have the greatest career. He might have the greatest career ever, and no one's going to have seen it just right. because of the team he plays for. But Mike Trout doesn't care about that. All right, well, here's some names. Uh, obviously, the first one that pops up on the on the old Google search for Angels pitchers is Shohei Otani, who will not be pitching this year. They have Matt Harvey. I didn't. Oh, I didn't right, I forgot right. they had signed him. But he had some issues, right? Didn't isn't yeah. he just making yes. a comeback now? Yeah, he has. He, he was hurt last year, I believe. There's not many other noble names here uh, or memorable names. Andrew Heaney, Jaime Barilla. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know if these guys are accurate. Like, if this is really a current list, but that's you know they have a lot of work to do. Is my right. point, and they've already you know they sunk a lot of money into him. How much are they paying Otani? They're not paying him a whole lot, are they? Not, not, no, no. Not the, yet, the, yeah. the expense came there with being being with, with the negotiating with the, yeah, with the negotiating rights, bidding rights right, or yeah. whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing that they have, they're they're in a division that is up and down. Uh, it's competitive some years, and then other years it's a runaway. And they've usually been in the driver's seat of that. They've always been in those one or two teams that are competing for the division. Seattle's gone up and down. Oakland's gone up and down. Texas has gone up and, mm-hmm. up and down. Los Angeles has been the perennial favorite. And now, you know, you're competing with the Dodgers for that in that market. It's still a big market. It's a very baseball-heavy market. It's not, you know, the NFL struggled there, but baseball's always done well there. 
Yeah, we're we're recording this on a uh, Wednesday afternoon, and there was an official American League West game that that, that took place I today. Think I, yeah, uh, I just right. noticed that uh, in, 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 in Japan. I think the Mariners beat the A's uh, nine to seven. I believe the final score Which was. Which did you see Ichiro's throw? I heard about something. About I, I, that. I did not. Okay, I, so I haven't heard much about this game Ichi- yet. Ichiro is nine hundred and sixteen years old. Yep. Yep. And at least he catches a ball at the wall. There's a runner on second base. And he delivers an absolute laser I, I did see it, yeah. from the wall. Was now, this last night? Yes, yeah. It, yeah. And it, he, the guy didn't go, uh, So, but it held the runner. Normally, yeah. you're probably tagging on a deep fly ball sure. to right field. And here he is. I think he has actually 45. And the guy didn't even consider You know, right. he started to go and then was like, wait, hold did on. They, did they it's each row. Isn't he um, in their front office as a I, I think so, official yeah. of yeah. some sort? He's, he's got some sort of... I don't know if it's just ceremonial, but he's got some sort of executive capacity so, with the Mariners. So, so he's only playing. Is he only playing this series? I or think is he, that's the way I, I, I understood think it, it. I think it's a send-off series. Yeah, like, I think like it, he, they're sending him off in Japan. Right. Okay. So, do you guys wonder why they're even doing this in Japan? Like, like there's never going to be a major league baseball franchise. In, no, in, but, in, in Japan. But the one thing I will say is, I I think going to David Stern in the NBA, what he did with basketball in the NBA really built the global fan base. Yeah. And that's one thing baseball has always struggled to do. It's what football has always struggled to do. They don't market their star as well. Is having a global fan base. Mm -hmm. And I think that the easiest place for it to happen is probably – yeah, because it's that in, sport is in Japan, so right? Because it is a popular sport in Japan. If you look at the World Baseball Classic, you know you're talking about really five countries that are going to compete. Um, you know, there'll be all these countries that will be Latin in there. America, Japan. You'll have Latin, then, yeah. but but the ones who really come down to it's the Dominican Republic, Panama, uh, Cuba, 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 Japan, and the Koreas. You know, or South Korea, I guess. Um, those are the ones that are really competing for a championship, and even the USA struggles in that, but. So I, I, I do like the effort to build yeah. the globalization of baseball. But what kind of road trip would that be? Like, hey, we're going to Tokyo for, yeah. for, for, well, for, I don't a, three think, game, for I, a three game. I series, don't think they'll so. ever. I don't think that they'll ever do that. And, and, and the way they're doing this, I think, is is correct. Is that it's you know it is separated yeah. from the seasons. So they're going to need to come home. There's there's going to be a right. break. The, yeah. the only difference is, and the they game, have done the, this before. They, they yeah. have, and they, they just the games count. So right. so there will be official major league standings. Well, the one the one year zero and the one year that it was the Yankees and Rays playing over there and the Yankees there were actual there there was this series and then they had both teams came back and played spring training games mm-hmm. after that which mm-hmm. that was weird yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's bizarre uh, back to the trout contract real quick um do you think this sets the ceiling now for future because there's like no one other than maybe Mookie Betts there's like no one really and maybe Chris Bryant there's really no one coming up that's going to Right, I warrant, don't think, warrant these numbers. I don't think either yeah. either of those two. No offense to them, both very good ball players, but I don't think either of those two will approach this sort of thing. Judge. I think, no, I, I don't think so. Just because if you look at each of those players, like Moogie Betts, for instance, is is one of those players who probably the the type of game he plays has a limited shelf life, mm-hmm. right? And that he can play at that level, so he'll get one contract. It'll be a good contract, and then. You yeah. know, you'll start to see toward the end of that contract, he won't be as, as uh, 
Yeah, he, he won't be, be earning it as right. much, yeah. right? So it was. A, I think it was a good day for owner Major League Baseball owners yesterday. Yeah. That, that now the ceiling has sort of been set. Like, right. This guy is the okay, best this player is what by Mike far, and, and this is what he made. So you guys are all coming down from there. A-Rod and Manny's contract back in the day did that as well, and we didn't pass that until mm-hmm. now. Right. 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 Until Machado, right? Right. So yeah. – um, That's yeah. right. Stanton, wasn't Stanton's contract? No, Stanton's contract was bigger than A Rod's, wasn't it? it I don't, yeah, Stanton. Stanton set oh, the Stan, record. Yeah, Stanton. He, he okay. set the record for just pure value. I, I yeah. don't know about annual value, but it was just right. three hundred twenty. No one had ever signed a contract. Right. That's right. I forgot about Stanton. Before, or three hundred twenty million before. So. But but then you get what did Machado get? Uh, he got three hundred thirteen or something like mm-hmm. that, and then Harper and. I mean, Mike Trout seems about right. I think you. I think it is hit hit the ceiling there. Right. Unless somebody, unless there's somebody, somebody else who comes down the pipe. Maybe it's Juan Soto, the Nationals phenom, who's 20 years old and right. In three years, could maybe be commanding some incredibly ludicrous. Right. Right. Well, I think the tough thing with baseball contract. too is is that it it happens that you're on your rookie contract so long. Right. You, you know, they have what, seven years of, of ownership of your rights. And so you have to have proven it for a significant amount of time by the time you hit that that free agency mm-hmm. that it makes, you know, and that's why they lock up the long-term exactly. deals. Right. And then it's on teams because it's guaranteed money. It's not like the NFL where you can cut them and say, oh, you know, we're free of this. You know, the Yankees are still playing, I mean, still technically on the team, but they're paying Jacoby Ellsbury mm-hmm. still. I think God. Kevin Apier still being paid by contract. the by somebody. Um, well, same I, thing was like with the Orioles and Albert Bell. Like he had some injury, right? That took him out, but they were still paying him that crazy salary, right? While uh, he was not even on the team. Yeah, the Astros I think struck a smart deal last night. They got they locked up Alex um, Bregman yeah. uh, for six years, a hundred million dollars, which I think is a great contract. Yeah, it's a great, uh, for, that's for, great for, for both the team and the player. I yeah, mean, it's that's, a great deal. That's less than twenty million dollars a season. You're getting a all-star, all-star caliber player, pl- player uh, for well, a guy that's taken you to the world, help, yeah. carried you in the, into the World Series. You have to wonder why. Why did he do that? I mean, I guess he just wants the money while he while it's being offered. But yeah, could he, he have commanded more? And when was he going to be a free agent? I don't even. Yeah, quite I'm know not, that. that I'm not sure of. Uh, but it 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 is kind of interesting to see when you have a player like that whether they because you saw that with the Royals, a lot of those Royals guys, they struggled to get their money, at, you know, because they became free agents a year after they had won the World Series. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so Moustakis, I mean, Moustakis went unsigned for a long time. Uh, Hosmer, mm-hmm. uh, Hosmer got a good contract, but it took him a while. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like people were beating down the door. And then, you know, so maybe he just said, hey, look, I can stay here. I'm happy here. They have a good organization, yeah. a bright future. Um, yeah, it's almost a team friendly deal. He's like, okay, I'll, let's keep let's keep this team together. You know, yeah. let's see how far we can. And, we and can it go. will be interesting to see what Altuve commands. Right. Well, yeah, because this this will now impact that. Right. Because yeah. Altuve is one of those players who's kind of in that boat. You know, he's a five tool player. He's an excellent defender. I want to say they signed him to a big deal. Oh, though. maybe they did. Yeah. yeah. A couple. I think it was a couple and, years and, ago. And what do you, what do you guys think? What, what what is Bryce Harper thinking right now? Because not only does this wipe your precious record off the books right away. But Harper was also outspoken about about recruiting Mike Trout yeah, to come I mean, play he, in Philadelphia. Like. He was actively doing it. Right. He was, you know, if he was in the NBA, he would have been suspended mm-hmm. for, right. you know, for the yeah, I mean, uh, whatever they call it. <laughs> this was a total yeah. slapdown of Bryce Harper. Well, and I think, I, think I, don't, I, don't, a, I don't think Trout was intentionally trying to do that, but but he, but he did. Yeah, he did, and uh, I mean, he, yeah, he, he, Bryce looks bad now. If you look and. I realize the Phillies are one of the teams. They're one of probably the ten teams in Major League Baseball that really money is no object. Yeah, right. Because they have a big 
TV contract kicking But in. still, to say we're going to put $800 million into two players, yeah, that's, that's, a lot. that's more than some franchise mm-hmm. over it. Right, yeah. Altuve has a $150 million contract, or he signed one. Or now that one. is a deal. $168 million. No. That, the other thing with Bregman is he's a little bit older. So it was. I'm sorry. It was a five-year, $150 million extension, and this was uh, signed, I guess, in in March. No, that can't be right. That that doesn't. Uh, that, that's that, what his contract. That, that's is. a value right yes. there. Right. Yeah. Bregman's a little older, so not, he's not going to get the like these 30-year-old guys aren't going to get the the 10-year deal. I mean. We've made that mistake with Ryan Howard, Josh Hamilton, Albert Pujols, Alex I mean, Rodriguez. Uh, Alex even Rodriguez. When his contract came back. Yeah, up. I mean, yep. uh, the, the, the thir- like Trout and Mach- the other perfect storm element to this is they're all these guys are all the right age to get these contracts. They're in their mid, they're in their mid twenties. Right. So they're going to be in their late thirties now when, when, when these when contracts he's done. Yeah, he'll be thirty eight. I think right. was, was yeah, the tr- thing when he's done. But if you look at like I brought up Jacoby Ellsbury before that there does run that potential to happen to someone like Mike Trout playing in a position like center field. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're, you're this guy now Ellsbury of course didn't have the power that the Trout has, but you know, Ellsbury very quickly deteriorated from once he lost his, once he lost his speed, he almost became a non-factor type player. I think Trout though could probably be slid over to left or right, and or he can even right. DH. You know, as and he I, gets older and I stuff, think he's, he's gonna still gonna have, have the to, bat. Being that he's a center fielder, yeah. right? It's one thing when Albert Pujols gets locked up on a huge deal. Okay, we can he can play first base or, or DH, right? Yeah. Or, or DH. Yeah, and Trout, you could DH, of course, but you know, is he going to be able to move to a first base? Because right. you know, you're in the American League, you probably already have somebody slotted for DH mm-hmm. who's right. even worse in the field than Mike Trout would be right. at 37. Right. This this makes me think even more that Bryce Harper just he should have just signed he just wishes he would have signed that initial offer from the Nationals the ten for three hundred even though it's less years and a little less money like he he went to Philadelphia to set this stupid record and now it's already gone so like is he happy in Philadelphia maybe maybe he is maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe wrong, he is he'll but, be a hero he'll be a hero right. there and he hits well he's always hit well up at their park Citizens yeah, Bank Park so and and I you know good luck to him it's just. And I think that they probably have more of a commitment to put a winning team on the field. Right. Not, maybe not commitment's not the right word, um, but they have more. Their fan base will become more furious if they don't versus. Yeah, you know, yeah national. What fans the are. the entire time he was in the, in the majors, didn't they throw batteries at J.T. Snow? Wasn't yeah. it, wasn't J.T. Snow that they threw batteries yeah. at every time he showed up? <laughs> right. Like I mean, they they want to win there. Yeah, and they booed Santa Claus too. Um, right, um, right. Um, um, yeah, they're not. They're so. not. They're not happy <laughs> right. people. Right. Yeah. Um, so I had a question about LeBron James. Uh, on he had, he had an interesting day on Sunday. Not only did his uh, game-winning shot attempt get blocked, um, but he was also seen again sitting at the end of the bench, away from his teammates during it. Like the teams huddled in a timeout, and LeBron's laughing and giggling and doing his own thing at the end of the bench. So. My question about LeBron is: Is is LeBron done? Like, have have we have we seen the end of LeBron James at the peak of his powers? No, I I mean I don't think this next year when the season starts he's going to be going, whatever happens in the off season. I think he's going to be refreshed and re-energized, and the season will start. And I think he'll you'll see the old LeBron. I just think right now he this season has probably just angered him 
ticked him off, but he put annoyed him. In, but he put he's, himself and in he's done it to himself. Right, yeah. But then I think this is his reaction to that. He's never really had this situation before where his no, team is no, un, is yeah. is not achieving. It's they're they're losing lots of games. The guys that are playing, they don't you know they don't have a vibe with him. They don't necessarily want to be there with him. So he's never really experienced yeah. this, and this is just I think his his. I mean, their their elimination number I think is one. Yeah, you I know? mean they're going and, to miss the playoffs, right? Yeah, they're going to miss the playoffs. But I mean, to be out in March, you know, yeah. not even yeah. like not, not even, even like April. having yeah. to go right. through the motions, basically. Right. Yeah, you're. But one of the things too with that that game was it was also his worst performing quarter ever. He had missed more shots in that quarter than he had in any other quarter in his career. Or since he was a rookie, maybe. Right. Which, yeah, yeah, I don't think he's done though. I mean, well, the thing is, he like he's thirty four. He's played more minutes than just about anyone ever in in the NBA, and and just it's a jarring image to see him get swatted by this uh, by this journeyman Nick <laughs> on, on a game winning shot attempt. I mean. It's, it's, it's just, I don't know. The guy still looks like a statue. He's he does. really doesn't. He still just doesn't get hurt. He takes right. very good care of himself. He's obviously, you know, he loves basketball. I, he's I, not done. I think this is one of the things where we put so much on LeBron and not enough on the Lakers for no, have, uh, having. Some having, people are getting thrown on the boat that, that aren't LeBron. LeBron's already on the boat, but some people are getting thrown on the boat with the Lakers that aren't LeBron. James right, this but week. but I mean, I, I think from from a perception yeah. standpoint, we're all saying, oh, you know, is LeBron done? I mean, the question is, is like, what have the Lakers really done since? I mean, since that championship. Uh, what? When was their last championship? Two thousand nine or something right. like that. Kobe's right. Kobe's last one. Right. Kobe and Gasol mm-hmm. and Bynum and and uh, Odom Lamar and Lamar Odom. Yeah. Right. They had all those guys, and then you know the, those guys leave as they do. They have not done anything well since then. I mean, Kobe stayed on for the sake of Kobe. You know, Kobe being Kobe, but probably for him, he would have been better had he not had a championship. Maybe he would have gone somewhere else, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, I, th- the organization is in shambles, and they've always tried the same thing. Oh, we're going to bring in a big star. We pr- bring in Shaq. They keep going to that formula. That's what keeps tripping him up. Right. I, I, I but even when they brought in Shaq, it was years before they they had those Nick Van Exel years. And, yep. and until they got Kobe up to full speed. Until they got Kobe right. up to full speed. I used to love speed. Nick Van Exel. I don't know why. Like I was a kid. I was like a I was like a middle school. And you know, this was back when I used to read the newspaper every day and run down to the. Don't, run wait, down you don't box. read the newspaper every day. I, I have to. Yeah. But when I, was, I used to, I <laughs> used to run down pay, to the mailbox. To do it, right. Run down to the mailbox to get the box scores and check them out. And I'd get like two day old Laker box scores and I'd check to see how many points Nick Van Exel, how many three pointers did Nick right. Van Exel had? that little step back jumper that was. Yeah, Nick, uh, Nick Van Exel was a very good point he guard. Would, right. He was a good player for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah I, but I, I just think that the Lakers have. They've never committed to being a team that was going to. Build their franchise. Instead, they they just look at oh well, we're LA. We have Who's Jack. The Ni- next big we, have, we have Jack Nicholson and the Kardashians. So right. come out here and you know get a movie deal. That's what it's been, and I don't know that that's the draw. Well, yeah, anymore. in the meantime, like Lamarcus Aldridge just turned him down. Uh, Durant we'll hasn't been shown shown zero interest when he was a free agent uh, in them. Uh, Ka- Kawhi Leonard wasn't traded there. Paul George went to Oklahoma City instead of the right. Lakers, so it's just. I like and I that. and like I said last week, like Anthony Davis is not a 
a, a Hollywood type guy. I don't think. No, I so don't, think I don't so know either. that he's, he's going to be. He's, he's more like Mike Trout than. than sure, right. that's a good comparison. And, yeah. and is Kawhi Leonard going to work there? I right. mean, yeah. you, right, Kawhi Leonard. He's, I think he's from there, so you think maybe. But I mean, is he going to so, be able so to? So is Paul George. Is though. he going to be able to live up to that Laker image? Right. I mean, this guy didn't like. I mean, he yeah. couldn't. The most successful franchise in the past fifteen years. He he couldn't right. stand to be on that team. Is mm-hmm. he going to be able to be in Kobe's shadow and in Shaq's shadow and in Magic? And but the question I think also is: Have the Clippers become the premier team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, they don't have a championship, but you look. They've you know over the past eight years they've been the better team. And Palmer's you know he's he's a good owner and I think he's willing to spend on some of these guys. So. The yeah. thing that will really make me laugh is if Kyrie goes to the Lakers because he's apparently made up with LeBron, and then he remembers how much he doesn't like playing with LeBron and being as temperamental as he is, Kyrie then he orchestrates quits, his he, way out. Yeah, he quits on LeBron again. He's like, oh, okay. Hey, LeBron, it was really nice playing with you. You made my life a, a lot easier as a player. Oh, wait, I'm playing with you again? Oh, I really don't like this again. I, I remembered how much I don't like playing with you, so get me out of here. I never understood so. that. Like, I, I don't right. know. Yeah. Well, I think this is going to be an important step in LeBron's legacy, what happens next. Because what if he says, you know, what if Durant leaves, Clay Thompson stays, and then all of a sudden he says, I'm going to take less oh money and go gosh. to Golden State, right? That'll ruin his legacy because yeah. it's going to be, you know, he'll have one championship Can to his get, name, like, essentially. Right. Because everyone, everyone credits that three as being the championships in Miami. And mm-hmm. they, okay, yeah, you had the one, you had the one in Cleveland, which, I mean, look, Kyrie played a pretty big part in. And then you know you go you go there, or if he goes to Houston to put them over the top, that would be a little bit better. But I hope you know I would hope that they wouldn't do that. And mm-hmm. you know I just don't know where else. Yeah, he how would, would go. you feel if they did? Well, I mean, the, the only thing is, yeah, sure. I mean, if if LeBron came, I'd root for LeBron, and I'd hope that they did well. But the reality is, is that they have a good chemistry yeah, right now. Yeah, they've gotten close with and, the guys. And you they already have. have two guys. You have two guys who are point guards yeah. right now who are on the on the court forty minutes a game. Right, James Harden runs a point. Uh, Chris, Chris Paul, Paul runs a point, and now all of a sudden you're going to put this big guy in who's going to run the point. Not that he doesn't pass or anything, but the ball works through LeBron. Well, the ball works through Harden, yeah, and the ball works work. through Capella, and the ball works. There's through, not there's not enough right. basketballs. Right, there's uh, not for, enough for basketballs, and and people question that when when Chris Paul came. Right, did, did, was there going to be enough ball? I was I was surprised it's worked as well. I, as it, me it, too. As it has. Me I, too. I didn't think Harden and Paul would work very well. Right. So I didn't see them being within a, a couple of. Missed shots or bad plays right. away from the NBA Finals. Yeah, so, so I, I don't know where he goes unless he goes to New York. He could either stay in LA or if he goes to New York. All right, uh, I, I I almost think are the we Lakers, done talking about yeah. LeBron? <laughs> I almost think the Lakers like should just trade him and not. They would never do it, but I almost think they should they should trade him and not yeah. really care about the fallout uh, from it. He so, probably has a no trade clause, yeah. doesn't he? Uh, I wanted to ask Chris about speaking of the Rockets. I wanted to ask him because they had a big game last week that you said was that was your scene or to be seen. They played the Warriors uh, for the fourth time with Kevin Durant didn't play and Golden State uh, won. Not that we should put. A ton of stock in a in a mid March NBA game, right. but was your confidence shaken in your no, prediction about the Rockets? In, in fact, it was uh, the Rockets had a really bad first quarter, and then spent the rest of the game coming back, and they almost did, and they ended up losing by two. Um, I do think, and and I say this confidently, I do think that now I think Golden State is a better team without Kevin Durant in the lineup. You do, I, I do. With Clay Thompson, I. 
they did win a title without Kevin Durant and should have won in the second finals. Right, <laughs> and and without Cousins, with Cousins being hurt because he's he's right. not been playing. Cousins well, actually, he's he's Cousins back. actually had a really good game. Yeah, Cousins had a great Kev, Cousins. Right. Well, Clay Thompson was probably why they won, but Cousins had a great game too. And I, you know, I I am one of those people that doesn't put too much stock in the regular season. But I, what I came away with there was, you know, we played them four times. We beat them three. We lost by two in one where we got outscored, or sorry, the Rockets got outscored. We got outscored. Uh, got outscored by like 14 points in the first quarter. So, um, you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't discouraged. I still think that they have a, they have a really good shot. Yeah. Just some NFL stuff. Uh, uh, Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, was offered a deal by prosecutors uh, this week to have his – Charges completely dropped in his uh, the, the charge that he solicited a prostitute completely dropped in exchange for admitting that, yes, he would likely be proven guilty had the case gone to trial and he would do some community service and stuff like that. But, but Mr. Kraft is, is, is fighting <laughs> these charges probably against the uh, advice of, 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 of good of, of good attorneys. Um, I mean, what, so. what is what is his? He, he what is his argument? They're going right. to have a videotape, right? right? He, that the, they're going to say the, the cop, allegedly, right? The cops say there's videotape of this, so um, so I don't know what he's doing by turning down this deal because he wouldn't have to admit guilt. Like this thing would go away; he wouldn't be charged with anything. Right, be an Alfred plea right. essentially. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. And and, and 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 the NFL could say, well, he wasn't charged with anything, so here's a little, here's your little. He's going to get a slap on the wrist anyway from the NFL, but but he, it could even be less had he just accepted this deal. Ha, is he hired like an OJ Simpson dream team of lawyers I mean, the, to the, fight this? The, I've Probably. Heard the, I've, heard, I've heard the word dream team. He's 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 hired a dream, <laughs> dream team, team of, to fight of lawyers to fight a video. Solicit- uh, Video charges, tape, videotaped evidence. Uh, yeah, I mean, just in my history, if you're not in my history, but in, in <laughs> yeah, what, what are you up just, to, Chris? No, Whoa, going to a, an Asian massage parlor in the middle of the day. Well, it's not a stereotype here. No, no, but like that's that's typically not a. Yeah, I mean, it could be indicative of some things. If yeah, I, you know, so, something most many men do. I right guess, is what you're now, saying. I I do. I don't want to say I feel bad for him, but I do think that, you know, obviously his position as the Mm -hmm. owner of, uh, you know, the most prominent NFL team has, you know, thrust a light upon him that no no other person who's in this same predicament has on them. And and that's unfortunate for him, but – if he, you know, they say there's a video. No one, I don't think anybody else, well, as of yesterday, they offered this plea to, or this a deal to, like, th- all of the people who were involved, and none of them took it, S- to my knowledge. Yesterday they hadn't. So, I don't they know. Better, they better, Maybe they know something. These people better don't. hope there's no videotape. of the, Like, they're just bluffing right. with, with, with this. And they could be. Videotape. They could, the cops could be, sure. They could be. So, mm-hmm. You know what I think is playing into this, though? The whole deflate gate mess where the league, he was basically forced to take the league. Like, he – it's the same thing. Like, he right. never admitted guilt in, in the deflate gate thing. And the deflate gate thing is since – it looks even flimsier and flimsier now than it, than it ever did before. But the league basically forced him to accept this punishment right. that, that he didn't want to accept. So it's almost the exact same thing. Like the courts are saying, he wants to fight this thing, but <laughs> – Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's playing into decision. Like I was forced into accepting a punishment before that I, I don't think I deserved. And now right. the legal system is trying, trying to do, to do the same thing. And he's not, he's, not, he's not having it this time. So, so I, I think the, the flight gate 
fiasco plays into his thinking here. Yeah. So what could he get? So if he's found guilty, they said that he could get sentenced to a year, which is not going to happen. He would essentially just be sentenced to. I mean, I would assume I would assume it would be, be a probation. Probation, thing. right? It'll Community service. Be, had he taken this Alford plea, it would essentially be the same thing. Right, except an Alford plea, I believe, um, stays on your record, mm-hmm. though. That's yeah. the one thing about it, because you're you are saying that there's enough evidence to convict you. Right. Um, I, I just don't understand. You know, here's this man who has billions and billions of dollars. Um, yes, we. <laughs> <laughs> go, go ahead. You, you, <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? Yeah, you have like what? You have a, you have a girlfriend? Yeah, 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 a beautiful girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what? Like, there are other paths, right? Like, I, you know, I. Yeah. Uh, he, plus, he's he's seventy. He's a, he's a spry seventy-seven year old. Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently. So. Yeah, I have no further comment on it. <laughs> <laughs> So back to LeBron. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just know if we keep talking about this, I'm going to say something that's going to get me in trouble or I'm going to say something I shouldn't say. All right. So uh, so Josh isn't filling out a bracket, but Chris and I have sort of been roped in. I wasn't going to do a bracket at all what? Uh, uh, this year. That would be a stunner. T- why? Um, well, I, cause, just because, I mean, why do I need to do a why do I Have you ever won? Bracket? Yes, I've won. Wow, you have. I've won, have I've won, you ever won? I've won? I won last year. I've won the oh, news. See, I don't, I won, I I've, won, I've won the news post uh, uh, bracket pool before. Yeah, so this, that's what I won last year. Nice. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So I wasn't even going to do it because I didn't really care to do it <laughs> this year. But uh, but a friend said, "Hey, come on, just do it. It's five bucks." So I'm like, "All right." So now, so now that I'm doing one, I might as well do the the couple that I normally <laughs> right. do. So, but I, I don't fill I don't fill out like eighty brackets yeah. though. My neighbor invited me and sent me a link to uh, some group that he has for his. And I was like, "Yeah, thanks, man. I'll do. Uh, here's my email address." And I sent it to him, and then that was like four days ago, and I haven't opened the email. I totally forgot about it. Right. And I'm not going to. I right. Just, I don't have the time so. nor the interest. I'll watch right. the games. Like you weren't in the pot. Like I talk about this every year because Josh doesn't care about your like, brackets. Greg and Col- Greg and Colin are just like, "Why don't you feel like? Do you not like the NCAA tournament? No, I love the NCAA tournament. I love to watch it. I think it's fantastic. I will watch as much as I can. It's just all pure luck. It's like the the, right. the operation yeah. of. I don't know, just going through the motions there and trying to fill out and pick games that I have yeah. no, I know nothing about. These the the one thing I do like about it is that it gives me a rooting interest in games I would otherwise not care at sure, all about. Sure, I understand that. Um, that's the only thing. But uh, other than that, you know, if I don't fill out a bracket, which there have been years I haven't, then I just root for the underdogs in every game. Sure. You know, I just want I, I just want to see close games. That's all I care about. Right. I don't care if the, I don't care if the favorite wins. I don't care if the underdog wins. I just want to see good fun basketball where these kids are. You know, going down to the wire in those most meaningful games of their lives. That's it. I just right. well, you for just, stories. I mean, the thing that's great about the tournament are those moments, those Bryce Drew moments, or yeah. those Mario Chalmers moments. You know, those those buzzer beating shots, those you know upsets. Mm-hmm. All those things are great, and that's why we, you know, that's why we do it. The brackets just some way to make some cheap cash for the one lucky person who gets it every. Yeah, well, we we have to point out that Josh filled out his bracket one year by flipping a coin. I did. I flipped a penny for every single every single uh, game, and and, I, I and he was well. not. Uh, he was. You were not last. I mean, I was you, you, you weren't very high, but Josh was not last. I was in the bottom in, third in, in, in the FMP tournament pool just by merely yeah. by flipping. Yeah, that's uh, uh, a penny for for every say. for every single game. Like yeah. he, he, Josh might have had a 16 seed uh, as the as the national. I did have. A, so. I think I, I I vetoed one. It was like one of the first flips I did. It had a 16 beating a one, and I looked at the and I was like, No, I'm not doing that. I will. I'll change that. But that's the only one. I But changed. last year that could have worked could, for exactly. you. Exactly. 
It right. could have worked. And I think it. my mother's won this before just because picking mascots or team yeah. colors. So to Josh's point, yes, this is a total crap. Yeah, shoot. it definitely is. Um, and and anyone anyone can win. Well, you don't you have look, to know anything about. You look at la- was it last year that LaSalle LaSalle went yeah. uh, to the final four. You've had no, not, no, not last no, year. you're thinking no, of. No. Um, God, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, Loyola, oh, Chicago. Loyola, Sister, Chicago. Sister Jean. Yeah, yeah. Loyola, yeah. Chicago. That's right. Yeah, sorry. But look at how much more frequently that has happened. You know, it started with George Mason in like 2011 mm-hmm. or wherever that was. Butler. And then, well, then Butler, then Wichita State, mm-hmm. VCU, VCU, like all these teams. And now that those teams are known as programs, right? Mm-hmm. Good, solid programs. But when they came up, they weren't. So. College basketball, you've seen a lot more parity in the last decade than you had in the 20 years before that. You know, when I was growing up, it was, you know, I remember Arkansas made it as a six seed one year, and it was like, boom, you know, as a to the final four. Nolan Richardson teams, yeah, not the not the ones that won, but a few years before that, they made it to a final four. They kind of upset their way through, and they were a six seed. You know, uh, the greatest upset champion of all time was that NC State team. Which was a six seed, mm-hmm. you know. Right. You, you know now the thoughts of eleven seed. And, yeah. I saw Colin McGuire around here, uh, roaming around the office. So the boat must not be uh, too far away because he's the he's the captain of our boat to nowhere. So who are we throwing on uh, this week, uh, fellas? Yeah, well, we were just talking about brackets. We were talking about the men's bracket, but I'll I'll um, chime in with my my pick for who goes on the boat. And it's a, it's a sizable group, I think, of people. So um, this has got to this has to be a really big boat. So uh, you guys, have, I'm sure, heard that the that ESPN uh, accidentally leaked the um, someone who works there accidentally leaked the women's bracket on Monday afternoon. I was it was apparently supposed to be revealed at 7 p.m. Yeah, what I was told was happened was Dickie V was on. <laughs> And he was talking about the men's bracket, and when they flashed yes. it up, they flashed I the women's. I think that's—I don't know if that's, that's exactly correct, I but heard. I think it's something like that. That's the story they, I heard. They yeah. started to put it down on the ticker or something like that, and all the matchups started to appear. I think that's maybe what happened. But the where I'm going with this is there's apparently a ton of people who are very angry about this that this occurred um, because I don't know maybe they were they were all. You know, had their date, their calendar, their time set for the seven o'clock looking, reveal. I was not even looking for the women's right. basketball bracket. This might sound, this is gonna make me sound horrible, but I was not even looking for the women's basketball bracket to be to notice the leak. Like I wouldn't yeah. even known it was leaked. So anybody who was offended that this happened is going on the boat because it it's inconsequential. It does not matter. What they it, put oh, it wait, out. Wait, Josh, it, it came out at three o'clock instead of it's, five. Exactly o'clock. right. No one was waiting for it except for the teams that are were on the, the bubble or the and the right. And You're one of those people that coaches. opens your presents on Christmas Eve, aren't you? No, I'm not. But again, like <laughs> I just yeah, right. you're you're equating the reveal of the NCAA well, women's bracket to Christmas. I, I think it's ridiculous <laughs> that they even have. You know, I get why you do it. You're you did a separate day or well. No, I, I don't understand why you have to have this whole program as this, yeah. like, and I, I get it. You know, you're trying to build this excitement and everything. I understand that, but okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know. It's not that big of a deal. Well, so what I, apparently they they make those picks. They they That bracket is done on Sunday just like the men's bracket is, but they sit on it for a day because they want the women to have a separate their own separate day. Is that really necessary? Like, I, I mean, I don't want to get – People all they're rough, you know, ruffled people's feathers about equality. We're not we're not knocking but, the women's tournament. We're just knocking right. the the 
production of just releasing these brands. Well, right. wouldn't it make more sense? Wouldn't couldn't you build more excitement by releasing them together? Look at men's basketball, men's college basketball has better ratings, is a more profitable sport. Maybe you could piggyback onto that. Piggyback onto that and and build some excitement for women's yeah. brackets who to people who might not otherwise tune in. I, that's a great point. And the, and the one and only Gino Ariema, as a matter of fact, I only read one small story about this yesterday, but he was the person that they talked to. And he's like, why, why are we waiting Monday? Like, just do it the, do it the hour before you release I, I the love, men's bracket. I love, I love Gino's common sense. Yeah. And, and, back, and he shot down back when people were suggesting that women's, like, UConn could beat some terrible – men's teams and Gino's like we can't even beat a high a good high school team like Gino right. doesn't get caught up in the PC nature right. of this at all it's, so. it's it's just called real you know you right. just have to yeah not he's, he's real that's right a great way to say it. you know it, just focus on moving forward right right so anyway that if you were upset by that uh you're going on the boat <laughs> anyone else for the boat not for me you got anybody Chris Chris any, any pushes this week from from the ESPN types? Any, any yeah, push notifications? I mean, well, I, well, he's on the boat, so he might not have yeah, been able he, to send, he send push notifications. I, I did, did I you did get note, any? I did note to Greg earlier that, uh, you know, I didn't get a push notification that they accidentally leaked the bracket early, you know, so which seems <laughs> yeah, like I news. Why. Well, I wonder why, it, it because seems, they made it, a mistake. Well, when you're out at sea, you might not have great Wi-Fi <laughs> access or, or, or Something like that. So my so. person for the boat is not sports related. Okay, that's fine. But it's the it's the Reuters reporter who held the story on Beto O'Rourke until after the election. Okay. Um, that just seems it, like, from a journalistic standard, I don't think that's uh, very high. Right. And so I, I think that that gives us in the media all a bad name. It does, and we don't <laughs> need any help there yeah. these days. <laughs> yeah, we, we're yeah. already considered fake news uh, with a media bias. And things, stories like that don't help those of us who right. believe and honestly claim that we don't have that. Right. All right. Uh, I'm throwing Magic Johnson and, and the Lakers brass on the boat this week. Jeannie Buss. Uh, she's uh, going. Jeannie Buss, Rob Palenka, Kobe Bryant's agent who's now making decisions as their basketball general manager. Um, huh. Yeah, Rob Palenka is their GM. He's like Magic's right-hand man, and he's – he has no real general manager experience, but he was Kobe's agent, so the Lakers thought it'd be great to bring him in as as, as the GM. But here they're making a big mistake with this. Le- Le- LeBron is, whether we think he's done or not, like he's nearing the end of his career. Like he's 34, he's played so many minutes. There's lots of wear and tear on the tires here, and the Lakers are doing what every other team has ever done with LeBron, and that's set up the whole team for LeBron. And that was fine when LeBron was. 20 when he was 25 when he was approaching 30 when you're gonna get 10 years right out of them. right but now they're setting up the whole team they're they were about ready to trade the whole team away to the pelicans to get anthony davis to appease lebron so they're setting up the whole team for lebron again but lebron's not as great as he as he used to be and lebron's going to be gone in like two or three seasons and it's going to take two or three seasons to undo everything you did for lebron like what the Cavs, what the Cavs are going mm-hmm. through right now they're praying to be the of the top pick in the lottery so he can draft Zion Williamson. So you're setting up your whole team for LeBron. But it could be the Lakers but, but, who are the but, top pick in the lottery. Right. But it, And I would love if they finished with a worse record than the, than the Pelicans. Yeah. I'm praying that happens, that Anthony Davis is on a better team than LeBron James yeah. already without coming to the Lakers. There's a good shot that can happen. So, so they're setting up their whole team for LeBron. It's going to take years to undo their LeBronness 
because they're setting up their team for old LeBron. So, so Palenka, Magic Johnson, the most likable, great smile, the nicest guy ever. Hor- great businessman. Horrible on Twitter. Like his tweets. Terrible. Are, if you look up Magic Johnson on Twitter, we were laughing about him just, the other night. Just these inane observations he makes. Just that. Any, well, yeah. What was any, an example of one like, the other day that we were reading that was that got like tens of thousands of retweets? There's something about a gymnast did a great job. A USA gymnast. She had a great score. He's talking about Michigan um, State the, too. The, yeah, Michigan State. I'm excited to see them play in the Big Ten tournament final. Look, look, look Forty-five thousand retweets. Right. Yeah, look at Magic like on Twitter, and you won't be you won't uh, be too impressed. Just so. a note: the Los Angeles Lakers are currently thirty-one and forty. Yeah, the New Orleans Pelicans. Thirty-one and forty-two. Nice. So I, I pray. I pray yeah, that Anthony Davis that. is already is, on a better. It is. Uh, I pray that he's already on a better close. team in New Orleans. Let, let's see that the Lakers have the Nets, who are five hundred, uh, the Kings, who are f- close to five hundred, the Wizards, uh, Jazz, who are a playoff team, and the Hornets. The Pelicans have. I think the Wizards are better than the Lakers right they, now. The they way are, Bradley Beal's been they, playing. Yeah, they probably right. are. Um, yeah, the the Pelicans have the Magic, the Rockets, the Hawks, who are one of the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kings. Oh, and the last game of the year for the Pelicans. The Lakers. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Oh I, god, I, I, I wish I wish it was the Lakers, and that would have been no, like I'm who sorry. has the better record. They do play the Lakers. They do now. play the Lakers though. Um, but then, yeah, the Pelicans have the Hornets, Suns, Kings, and then end with the Warriors. So there's a shot. Yeah, I would, love, <laughs> I would really love yeah. to see that. So we touched on it earlier. Like the Lakers have been a mess because of his front office. Like the, since yeah. Jerry Buss died, they've they've been lost. They've yeah. been lost at sea. The, the Lakers. So so Magic and all all the gang is 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 going on on the boat this week. The other guy I have on the boat is uh, Le'Veon Bell. I, I don't think he's. Been, I don't think we've no, we've, I don't we've think thrown we've him on. Him but, he, but he's been doing a bunch of interviews. And the thing that caught my attention right before I came in here today was Le'Veon Bell said the Steelers barely treat people like they're human beings um now look <laughs> this, ra- this sounds similar to what adrian I'm gonna peterson disagree said a couple years ago right adrian um, peterson likened working the nfl no, no, to be a no. slave i know what you're gonna say chris and i'll, I'll let you make the point but but yeah the, 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 as josh just said he's like he's likening work, playing for the Steelers as, as being a slave. well lebron did that too actually yeah. right with, with the uh with the, with with the, the with, right with nfl owners who are largely old white guys employing large uh, largely their most of their on-field employees are african-american for 11 million dollars right, a year right exactly just like and just like and, and South, this, we've South. seen this before with Latrell Sprewell. It's not just Le'Veon Bell. All these guys that are comparing their situations to slavery. Well, I, I, I don't dispute that they've come from horrible backgrounds, sure. under, underprivileged backgrounds. None of that's in question. I'm, their life is way tougher, or has been way tougher than mine's ever been. I don't dispute that. But now you're making pretty good money by, by any stretch. And of you don't have to. Right. You can leave. Right. You can quit. So, Le'Veon Bell did that. Right. So this whole, they barely treat you like a human while they're paying you $15 million. This whole, I got a family to feed while you're making $15 million and you're driving around all these luxury cars and stuff like that. It just, it, it, right. it, 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 falls, no, I, it falls flat to me. Right. I, I get going, that. When you're playing that card. I do think that NFL teams, uh, NBA teams, all, all of them, NHL teams, where it's, there's hardly any minorities. Uh, I think that they treat everyone as a number. Right, Mike Trout got the contract he did yeah. not because he's white, not because not because he's not black. He got that because of the metrics behind it. Right, um, LeBron James has been the player or been 
recognized as the player he is because of the numbers behind it. And I think that that was the thing with Le'Veon Bell. Now, I don't agree with probably the context in he was in which he was saying it, but one thing that he, you know, they were using him for 400 touches a year, and then they weren't locking him up into a long-term contract in a position that has a very limited sh- uh, right. shelf life. Yeah. So I get his perspective of why he wanted to sit out a year and not come back to the Steelers. I think he feels probably that, hey, I've put in all this time for you. Just give me a contract. And he didn't necessarily need the contract the Jets gave him, but just give me something. Give me some long-term deal. And they didn't do that for him. And and so I, I get how he feels that way. I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, you're not playing you're, the slave playing the slave yeah, mentality the, card is pretty yeah, weak. I no, think. no. Yeah. It and, and it is absolutely inaccurate right. because yeah. you have a choice in, in the matter in which you're doing yeah. it. You can you can choose not to play, right? Um, right. slaves did not have that luxury. Right. Uh, the the but I, I do think that there is some you know I'm not a big fan of the franchise tag, and I never have been, right. um, because I think that it it, it suppresses it, your your negotiating rights. I bet right. it goes away too in this next. Uh, well, next you deal. know, it's one thing if you do it for one year, but we saw Orlando Pace and Walter Jones, um, two prime left tackles, and the reason I know them is because the Browns were looking for left tackles at that point in right. time. Because Joe Thomas retired, right? Or no, no, no before, before that, just yeah, yeah, yeah before that. they were looking for left tackles at that point in time, and they were franchised three, four years in a row. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell, it was happening to him. Well, a left tackle usually has a 10 to 14 years. Running backs, I mean, you look at some of the greatest running backs of all time. Ladinian Tomlinson earned the bulk of his reputation in a four-year period, and he's one of the greatest of all time. Right. So I get what Le'Veon Bell was, was thinking. Yes, I, I, and I, I'm with you there. Just the whole, it, it's weak when these guys are saying, I got a family yeah, absolutely. to feed while they're driving around their Lamborghinis and Well, and like especially that. LeBron said it on one of his things that MB, uh, right. ESPN sent a push notification that it was right. going to be on. Um, but he had, he had talked about it, and here's a man who has, he had a special about when he was announcing his free agency. He, right. You know, he's mm-hmm. been... He's been courted since he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated as a high school player, right. and since then it's been. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. so Le'Veon, enjoy the boat. Where, <laughs> where, or I don't know how much they'll pay you on the boat, but um, but but enjoy free meals it. though. Right. Exactly. So he Le'Veon probably bought the meal plan, so he'll probably be okay on on, on our boat. So, all right, scene or to be seen, uh, fellas. Um, I got a couple. I have a scene and a to be seen. The scene is a book that I started reading. It's called, um, you guys, I know Greg knows, I've been reading a bunch of um, Frank DeFord stuff over the last year. And yeah. I started reading this book called The Old Ball Game. And it's about, um, you know, turn of the century, the Giants, Christy Mathewson, um, John McGraw. It's just about um, how they turn, it's how they made mod- the modern game of baseball, essentially. I've learned I I've read like four chapters of it. I've had to look up like six words and I've had to Google <laughs> like eight things. Yeah. And like all of it is interesting and fascinating in the way that he he weaves this this story about two baseball players around um an education about America at the turn of the century. Anyway, it's a really cool it, read. It, it's an interesting thing because some writers, they, when they use like the million dollar words and stuff, it, it, turn, yeah. it turns you off. But there's something oh, about he, the way Frank DeFord yeah. does it that it, it makes you, it keeps you interested. You're in absolutely it. Yeah. right. And I've, I've, I've learned four words, you know, right. like there are four words that I've read that I, I, I can remember now. Right. Um, to, to be seen is the Maryland game. Uh, Against Belmont. So they played Belmont. 
I don't think I'm con- overly concerned that Maryland's going to lose that game. But I don't think Maryland's going to really make much noise in this tournament. I don't know what that means. I, they I've make been feeling, the that, I've been 16, feeling they're going to lose to Belmont. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I just have a hard time seeing them make the Sweet 16. I've watched them a, a decent amount this year. They don't really have a go-to player. Um, Fernando seems to be regressing. Fernando is – he had three points in their last game against in the Big Ten tournament. They, they lost to Nebraska. Yeah, that, that big basketball this is a guy, powerhouse Nebraska. Yeah, this is a guy that's going to go pro – and really shouldn't, and it's going to be a really dis- disappointing for that program because they could they could really take another step next year if he's there and he could progresses. He's probably not going to because he's a big, strong, explosive athlete that some NBA team is going to pick in the first round, and he really doesn't. Des- he really should not be leaving. They don't. They, their guard play is not very good right now. Um, I just. I mean, I like Turgeon, and I like the fact that they've had success with these freshmen and this really young team. I just don't see it. I don't see him extending this run in NCAA tournament. I, I think Belmont's going to beat him. Okay. That'll be my So I'm really curious I, to see how they perform. That will tell me a lot is how they play against Belmont. I'd like to see them just blow them out and, you know, feel good about themselves and get on a little bit of a run, but I don't think that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, because they're going to get, like, a three seed. They're not, they, it could, yeah, their they, seeding could have been worse. There could have been worse. Right. They're, they're set up to play the winner of LSU-Yale in the in the. And it wouldn't, be a, it wouldn't be a – I mean, LSU is pretty good this year, but it wouldn't be a total off-the-wall yeah. surprise to see Maryland beat, like, LSU in basketball. When LSU's playing without their right. head coach, right? right. That's yeah. the program that <laughs> exactly. suspended their right. head coach. Speaking of a guy that needs to maybe go on the boat, um, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, that guy. Anyway, I, so I've uh, taken up too much time. You guys uh, need to uh, Chris, uh, seen or two be seen? Well, i just looking forward to seeing uh, – being not a college basketball fan, Yeah, I like watching it just yeah. uh, see some upsets. Sure. I don't care for college basketball during the regular season. I think it's one of the most pointless things in the world. The, I, yeah. the college basketball regular season. Uh, yeah, almost I like agree. because like, anyone could get in. Like you could just show up. Sixty-eight teams. Just right. Sixty-eight teams, and so they make all this big deal. You know, I heard everyone talking about, oh, Duke, North Carolina's tonight, and then they play again later, and then they play again later. They've played three yeah. times, right? Yes. They they played three times, and then so what? And who? I don't even know who won those games. I think Duke won them. UNC won. The regular season games, Duke won because they played both of those games. I think without Zion, oh, right. right? UNC won the two. Regu- the, the, oh, and the only team to beat Duke at full strength this year is Gonzaga at the Maui Invitational earlier yeah. in the year. But those games didn't matter because they're both one seeds in the tournament. Right. So that's that's where I go to. Right. And technically, you, know. you don't even have to show up. You just show up for your conference tournament when your conference tournament, right. and, and, and you're in. And so, as we saw from St. Louis, right? And, right. And like. So, but it is not following it. It is fun to at least watch and see, um, you know, some basketball that's not quite as good as the NBA's. But it's not. Um, yeah, a lot of people the, don't and, like and, to and think and that. And these aren't. Yeah. And these aren't even the sixty-eight best teams because right. you have you have so many like well, uh, auto, yes. automatic qualifiers from yeah. smaller conferences. Yeah, you know, Abilene Christian right. couldn't be probably right. Uh, you know, yeah. most of the schools or most of the schools are in the SEC or ACC. Or right, exactly. So, uh, and yeah, it's a lot of low low conferences like the NEC. Fairleigh Dickinson got a win last night, and just mid majors that that would struggle in, in bigger conferences. Yeah, but I so. do think I do think it's they, have, fun. they have their place. Yeah, they, I think it's fun having them in there because every once in a while you might see a Be- Belmont beat a Maryland. Yeah, and. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what yeah. it's all about. And I'll, I'll piggyback on that, Chris. I'll, I'll go to BC and I'll just do. I think these are two of the best dates on the sports calendar every year: the Thursday and the Friday of yeah. of the tournament week, where you have wall to wall games from like noon until 
midnight or midnight because some of these games don't tip into like so, I don't 10, even get some of them in the 10, paper. 10, yeah, 10, yeah. 10 is like the tip off yeah. for some of these games. But it's just wall it's wall to wall basketball. The 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 emotion of it. Um, you, you see you see the upsets. So I, I just think these are two of the best days on the sports calendar. Just the the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. I agree. And when when CBS uh, started putting those games on their website for free. Uh, years ago, yeah, and then they would have the actual. They, they called it the boss button, yeah, um, where you could click it, and it would call up a spreadsheet, just some random spreadsheet of numbers, so that it was for people who would watch it at work, and then if they saw their boss coming, they could just click this right. button, and the spreadsheet would come up. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, you know, I mean, just so innovative. That because, is better than a push notification, right? Because so. we, oh yeah, that that person, <laughs> that person should, you know, get a raise. Yeah, <laughs> great job. Because I, I remember we. Uh, in the newsroom I was in at the time, we would all be watching these games. I was going to say, like, it would be like you would be disappointed in us if we didn't have the right. sports as a sports staff didn't have that on. Right? Yeah, you yeah. guys are supposed to, but you know, right. if you're you're on the and, news side, and, you're not. I, and I like the television format now, where like you control, like you could flip to whatever game you want to watch. Right. Yeah. You're not you're not dependent on CBS to flip you to right. the end of a game or whatever. You could watch all every yeah. game in, in their entirety on whatever network you you choose to flip on. And to. I, I wish that other sports would. Uh, from a broadcasting standpoint, would take a cue from the way that uh, you know, I'm not a college basketball CBS fan, and Turner, right? but CBS yeah. does a tremendous job with with college sports, really, but but specifically with this tournament and uh, you yeah, know, they f- farm it out to TNT and True TV and the networks. Yeah, and, yeah. They, let they everyone do, watch whatever game you want. They do watch. a great yeah. job with it, and it would really behoove other yeah. mm-hmm. others to do that. Chris, thanks for being on again. You oh, were yeah, awesome. We'll, we'll have you on again, uh, uh, of course. And uh, next week, we hope to have uh, Adam Kilgore of the Washington Post on. Uh, he's been doing a lot of NFL stuff. Was it the Super Bowl? Uh, was it the Combine? Uh, he'll, he'll have thoughts on all this NFL free agency that has taken place. Uh, so next week, we hope to have Adam on. Until then, uh, for, for uh, Chris and Josh, I'm Greg. We'll see you next week on Just Another Sports Podcast. Just Another Sports Podcast.